Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast, a place for inspiration, insight, and information on holistic mental health. Join your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and discover critical information on safe, effective psychiatric medication withdrawal. Explore new ideas that enlighten and expand the mind with cutting-edge authors and experts, along with former patients as they share their miraculous healing journeys. It's time to build your well-being from the thought up. It's time for the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Alice Lee. Hello and welcome everyone to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and today I want to answer your most pressing questions about antidepressant withdrawal or SSRI withdrawal. SSRI stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, and today I want to focus on this specific antidepressant. There are various kinds of SSRIs. The brand names are Zoloft, Prozac, Celexa, Lexapro, and Paxil. Their generic names, however, are completely different. For Zoloft, it's sertraline. Prozac is called fluoxetine. Celexa is called citalopram. Lexapro is called escitalopram. Paxil is called paroxetine. You may have seen these names on your prescription bottles, and I wanted to group them all together as a very similar antidepressants, and they're all called SSRIs. So today I'm going to answer some of your questions about SSRI withdrawal, answers that came gradually to me over many years of experience, helping patients withdraw from these medications safely and gradually and easily. So let's talk a little bit about what SSRIs are. SSRIs work on the serotonin system. They don't help a patient create more serotonin neurotransmitters or modulate the way serotonin is regulated in the body. What they actually do is they block the reuptake of serotonin in the nerve cell. What that does is it gives the serotonin neurotransmitter a little bit more time to bind to the serotonin receptor in the adjoining nerve cell. And by giving serotonin a little bit more time to bind, it gives an impression of having more serotonin. By blocking the reuptake of serotonin, however, this process causes a higher rate of enzymatic degradation of serotonin. And so very quickly after you start this medication, in fact, research has shown within about two or three weeks, the majority of the serotonin storage levels plummet. And that's why after you start taking this medication for months or years, it can become extremely difficult to come off these medications because the serotonin storage levels have become extremely low. So low, in fact, that after several years, patients will say, you know, I think my antidepressant has stopped working. But has it really stopped working? I would say no. Every time you take that medication, it's doing the same thing in your body each time. But your body has changed. And one of the biggest factors that has changed over time is your storage levels of serotonin. When the serotonin storage levels plummet and become very low, then even the blockage of the reuptake process doesn't allow you to have enough serotonin neurotransmitters to bind to the nerve cell. And therefore, the message that serotonin often gives within the body, a a very calm, happy state of being, 
is interfered with. Sometimes when a patient goes to their doctor and say, hey, you know, I think my antidepressant has stopped working. A lot of doctors will switch the patient to what we call a SNRI. SNRI is an antidepressant that works both on the serotonin system as well as the catecholamine system. Now, both systems will have reuptake pump blockages and it will give you a little bit more time before you exhaust the catecholamine system as well. So it's just buying you some time, but this is not a process that ultimately leads to a positive healing state. We have to find a solution to depression that goes beyond just the serotonin system. As a holistic psychiatrist, I found that depression isn't really a serotonin problem. It's often caused by social stressors, infections, toxins. It could be genetic difficulties with detoxification. It could be nutritional deficiencies. I've helped people with classic symptoms of depression without ever giving them anything to build serotonin levels. And the patient will start to feel better and no longer need to see me. So I know from empirical experience that the serotonin system is just one factor that is affected over the course of one's failing health. However, it is an important factor that we need to take into account when a patient is on an SSRI for many years, because you need to replenish the storage levels of serotonin for them before you even begin to lower an SSRI. One of the important things that one must do in order to ease an SSRI withdrawal is to resupply the body with the building blocks that the body needs to build more serotonin. Now, this makes sense, but would you believe it that in allopathic psychiatry, they have a rule that this is not safe to do because they're afraid that a patient who's taking nutritional supplements to build serotonin might have what we call a serotonin syndrome. Serotonin syndrome is when you have too much serotonin in the body. In all the years that I've helped patients get off their SSRIs, I've never encountered serotonin syndrome. What I have encountered is low serotonin levels. And by replenishing those storage levels, by providing the building blocks of serotonin, patients are much more easily able to lower their medication dosages gradually over time. And what is that key factor that we need to replenish serotonin? It's 5-HTP, 5-hydroxytryptophan. This is the activated form of tryptophan. Tryptophan is an amino acid. Now, why don't I use tryptophan? It's because some people may have difficulty activating tryptophan and converting it into the active form of 5-HTP. So instead of giving patients an extra metabolic step to create 5-HTP, I just provide 5-HTP to patients through their supplements. My favorite supplement for providing serotonin support is called Seroplus right now. It may change over time, but Seroplus is spelled S as in Sam, E-R-O, P as in Paul, L-U-S as in Sam, Seroplus. It's by a company called Pure Encapsulations. And they put in this capsule some 5-HTP and some vitamins and minerals to help give you all the biochemical ingredients that you need to make serotonin. Patients who start taking that, they're starting to build more serotonin. Now, serotonin gets converted to melatonin. So, If you have too high a level of serotonin, you can tell because your dreams will get more vivid. 
about 90 to 95% of serotonin and their receptors are found in the GI system. So if your serotonin levels are getting too high, another symptom that you might notice is more of a gurgly, active stomach or even faster bowel movements or looser stools. So these are some signals that maybe your serotonin level has gone higher than what you normally would need. So normally I would start patients on Seroplus one capsule in the evening. And after four days, I'll increase it to two capsules at night. Now, I want to tell you that all of this advice or information I'm sharing today is not meant for you to go out there and start trying to get yourself off an SSRI. You really need to have a physician who's aware of how to help you through medication withdrawal to help you through this process. I never recommend patients trying to do it on their own. You really do need to have your own integrative or holistic psychiatrist or doctor to help you through this process. But I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I do with my patients when I'm working with them. So I would usually start with them on one capsule at night and then go up to two capsules at night. And then after about a week or two weeks or sometimes three weeks, I might start lowering their SSRI by about 10%. But in addition to that, I'm usually supporting my patients with all of the other foundational supplements that they may be deficient in and that they need. Because, you know, we just don't get the nutritional supports that we used to get through food. I read in a chapter that one apple in 1914 is equal to the mineral content of 26 apples in 1997. So if you think about how depleted our foods are in terms of vitamins and minerals, you can understand how necessary it is for us to add these nutritional supplements in there to heal the underlying nutritional deficiencies that many people might experience over the course of their lifetime. There are eight areas that I try to support. Vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, amino acids, GI support, antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, and detoxification. These are all different areas in which I try to put in place for my patients in addition to something simple like Seroplus. So please don't think that everything will just magically heal by itself if you just take one simple pill. It's never that simple. In addition to functional supports, I always help patients with energy medicine. I ask them to do energy breaths twice a day, and that's on my website under the information tab. If you go there and you look for energy medicine techniques, you'll find a recording for energy breaths. I ask patients to do that twice a day to help enhance their overall positive energy that they can get through mindfulness, guided visualizations, and a meditation. In addition to that, I ask them to listen to the minimizing withdrawal problems recording that I have on my website. It's under products. There's a long version that you can download either through your phone or through the computer. But that is something that I ask my patients to listen to once a week. It's a guided visualization that is supposed to mimic an energy session that I have with patients to help them use energy medicine techniques to provide the information that their body needs to help them withdraw from medications more easily. So I think of it as an important aspect of supporting the information system of the body to help people lower medications, whether it's an antidepressant, an anticonvulsant, or an antipsychotic. It's a very general guided visualization. The next thing I do that is very important to help patients lower their medication, but very specific to their medication, is a technique that I called EET plus logosynthesis. Again, it's located on my website under the information tab. You go to the energy medicine techniques section 
And then you look for EET plus logosynthesis. And it's a very simple technique. It has three sentences where you plug in the problem. Right beneath the technique, there is a section called examples of things that I've used this on. And you can see that the very first example has to do with homeostatic reactions. And this problem, you just stick in your medication, the dosage, and how you want to lower it now, what time. And you have to set up your body so that it's listening through energy medicine in terms of what you plan to do, maybe in a week or two weeks, in terms of lowering a medication by maybe 10% or maybe around that ballpark in the future. Because you want your body to be prepared for the medication withdrawal by bringing that information in and telling your body, hey, I want you to shift your energy so that, let's say, you can go from Zoloft 100 milligrams to Zoloft 90 milligrams by this date. And so that's what I do with my patients all the time. We prepare the body a week ahead. We state the medication that they're going to be withdrawing in a week, exactly what dosage they're going to be lowering at exactly what date. And they do that usually once or twice during the week. They use that EET logosynthesis technique to prepare their body. And this is a revolutionary approach where instead of waiting for the body to adapt to lowering the medication after you've lowered it, we're asking the body through energy medicine techniques to prepare for anticipated withdrawal. By doing this, patients report back to me that they don't experience any withdrawal side effects. What are withdrawal side effects? Well, when you come off an SSRI, because serotonin gets converted to melatonin, a lot of people, when they stop an SSRI or lower their SSRI before their body's ready for it, will experience insomnia. They don't fall asleep easily. The GI system, surprisingly, doesn't show a lot of GI problems like problems with bowel movements until much later. But what you'll notice with an SSR withdrawal most of the time is that patients will notice brain zaps. It's almost as if their nervous system is short-circuiting. They can literally hear in their brain noises like zzz, zzz, zzz. They'll feel very anxious. They'll feel very depressed. Their energy might come down. These are more mood symptoms, and uh, it may be because some of the serotonin does go to the brain. I know the pineal gland does convert serotonin to melatonin. So these are perhaps early symptoms that are affecting the brain. The GI system, from my testing methods that I use, do have decreased absorption, decreased digestion, and those are things that are happening more silently. The patient really doesn't notice them as much as those symptoms earlier on. But those are the typical symptoms of SSR withdrawal when you do it improperly. And I've had patients ask me, well, if I just hang on and just wait it out, will it just go away? Well, for some patients, it will kind of gradually go away. If you don't have the nutritional supports, it might take a lot of time. But remember, during this period of time, a lot of the neurochemistry of the body is imbalanced. The GI system's neurochemistry is imbalanced. So there may be oxidative stress and inflammation and all sorts of things happening during this period of time as you're trying to white knuckle it that may cause dysfunction or distress later on in your life. So I never recommend a withdrawal where withdrawal symptoms are showing up in these types of ways. I always try to have a withdrawal process with patients where patients actually don't even notice these withdrawal side effects. So what not to do? 
What not to do during SSRI withdrawal is very important for me to talk about because I see it all the time in patients who are coming off of SSRIs. What they'll do is they take no supplements at all to prepare their bodies. They think that it stopped working, so why take it if it doesn't work anymore? And they start lowering their medications, quote, slowly. They might lower it by maybe 10% every two weeks or every three weeks. And, and as they get lower and lower, they just feel worse and worse. And the reason for that is because the medication has stopped working probably because they have run out of serotonin in their storage levels. They, their, their storage levels of serotonin has become extremely low. So even when they take the medication, it's really not making much of a difference because all the medication is doing is blocking the reuptake of serotonin. Well, if you don't have any serotonin to reuptake, well, then of course it doesn't make much of a difference anymore. But what happens when you stop the medication is now all the reuptake pumps are now unblocked and the body is now reuptaking all of the serotonin much more quickly. And now you're in a worse situation than you were before you stopped the medication. What actually is necessary for a lot of patients is just adding some nutritional support that help you build serotonin, supporting the body nutritionally with vitamins and minerals, and going in about that way first before you ever consider lowering a medication. Usually, I lower medication after a patient has had a resolution of their depressive symptoms. So you can see how long that might take for some patients if they have been depressed for a long time. What not to do is also stop the medication and just try another SSRI. I find that that's not very helpful because the underlying problem usually is because the serotonin system has been bled dry of serotonin. And so if you try another SSRI, maybe it will help in the sense that the body recognizes it as a kind of a new foreign substance, a new xenobiotic. And so it's not quite as quick to recognize it as a foreign substance and the inflammatory reaction to that SSRI is less than a medication that you've been using for years and years. So that might be somewhat of an advantage. And also these other SSRIs might, you know, help the serotonin system in slightly different ways. But like I said, it's you know, barking up the same tree over and over again. And I don't find it to be truly ultimately the way to go for patients who are trying to heal from their dependency on an SSRI. So I just wanted to say in the end that the withdrawal from an SSRI is much more than just lowering this medication slowly over time. You've got to understand that sometimes underlying causes, whether it's toxins, infections, genetics, nutrition, stressors, all of these are confluence of effects that can cause what we call depression. And it's very important for us to heal those underlying causes, support the body's ability to come off these medications in a very logical, methodical way. And then when you come off these medications, it's going to be a much easier process. Because of its complexity, I advise all patients to be followed by a knowledgeable clinician. Someone who understands the biology, an SSRI, beyond here, take a pill, it's going to make you better. An SSRI is supposed to help with depression, therefore you need to be on an SSRI. That is not the kind of thinking we want from a clinician. We want a clinician who understands your biochemistry, who remembers the biochemistry of our neurological system and will understand how to support your body in an integrative approach rather than boil it all down to here's a pill, it's for depression, therefore you should get better. 
Now, I know that a lot of patients, as they go to their doctors and they're looking for advice about coming off of antidepressants, are feeling frustrated because their allopathic psychiatrist blames them for having symptoms or being histrionic or exaggerating things that shouldn't be there. And the patient is feeling frustrated because they're not being heard. They're not being understood. They feel that they're being blamed for symptoms that the doctor says basically uh, is a sign of depression. I would just say that the doctors are trained to perceive mental illness in a certain way. They, th- they think of mental illness as a serotonin problem. They understand that the best way of treatment is to provide the patient with a pill. And so when a patient is trying to get off the medication, it, you're really going against everything that their training has taught them to understand or do for a patient. And so that is why they come across as being somewhat defensive and maybe even unable to hear you. The best way to approach these problems, I think, is to get integrative doctors who really understand where you're coming from. Psychiatrists who are allopathic have half the picture. They do understand that there is depression happening, but they're not trained to understand how to take you off a medication in a safe way. They, they know how to switch you from one medication to another, but how to get you off a medication safely is generally not part of their training. All right. This is the core of what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that you found it helpful. I hope that you will be successful in your journey for true health and healing, and that one day you will be able to be successful and healthy as you go through a medication withdrawal off of an SSRI. If you enjoyed this program today, I want to encourage you to subscribe to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google. I have all of my information on social media and YouTube on my website on holisticpsychiatrist.com. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you will come back next time. The content provided by this podcast is for informational purposes only and has not been approved by the US FDA. This podcast is not intended to provide personal medical advice, which should be obtained from a medical professional. An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.